We are back on KTOE. It's Talk of the Town Middays with Lisa Kay. Thank you so much for hanging out. And I have not seen Katie Swanson in quite some time from Mankato Clinic Physical Therapy. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. Last time you were in, we were talking about falls prevention, which did that just wrap up? It did. Yeah, it's always the first week in fall. So, yep. It's okay. the same time every year. So we're not talking about falls prevention because there's plenty of people talking about that mm. right now. But something else that you do with Mankato Clinic Physical Therapy is something that I had to write down because I'm going to mispronounce it. We're going to talk about the vestibular system today and what a physical therapist does with the vestibular system, which I don't even know what that is. I took, I think, a class in college and I probably should remember that, but that was a while ago. Yeah. You, you, you said it correctly. I yes. have it written down. The vestibular I system. <laughs> yeah, it's a really complex system and I love it. I'm very passionate about treating people who have dizziness because it becomes so debilitating and affect their daily life. So I really enjoy seeing patients who are dizzy. They don't always like to see me because they're feeling pretty awful. Right. But yeah. hopefully after they see you, then they're feeling better. Yeah. You can at least be on the road to some sort of recovery. So vestibular system is the system that lives where? It's in your inner ear. So if you think about your ear and then you go through the ear canal, the eardrum, there's this tiny little structure and I showed you the little model. I'm going to put a picture of this on KTOE.com uh, because and on a Facebook page. I want people to see what it looks like because you brought out this little model and this it's golden, first of all. It's a little tiny, probably half an inch. It's about a dime. If you were to put a dime on top of it, you would not be able to see it. And okay. it's life-size. So that's the actual size of the vestibular it's system. It's golden. Ours isn't golden. No, I it's assume. not golden, unfortunately. This, it looks like a piece of jewelry. It cracked me up. <laughs> yeah. So I was holding it in my hand. I'll, I'll put this picture online. But um, So what, what does that do? What yep. is that? Yep. So it is very important in helping us to maintain our balance and our stability and our spatial awareness. So where we are in space, and it's very, very complex. You have one in your right ear and one in your left ear. And they work together, they coordinate together. And so if you turn your head, uh, your vestibular system get act- gets activated on that side and it sends information to the brainstem, coordinates through the cerebellum and the cortex to help orient us to where we are in space. And so it's something we really take for granted because you can get out of bed and you can walk, you can walk across different surfaces and maintain your balance. Mm-hmm. People who have a vestibular disorder are not able to do those things without feeling very nauseous, very dizzy, imbalanced. They can fall. And then that leads to them limiting their activity and not being able to go to work, limiting their social engagements. Um, So it can be very, very debilitating um, for a lot of people. I think it's amazing when we start to look at what the body does that we are and it's like blinking or breathing it's those things that we don't even think about that are happening our heart beating right now right we don't even think about all those things that are just happening on their own this is one of those systems yep absolutely so my ability to sit here and turn my head and look my eyes at you my vestibular system is working to help stabilize my gaze on you Okay. It's called your vestibular ocular reflex. I won't bore you with all the anatomy wow. or we'll be here for hours. Wow. But even our ability to sit here without a back support, my vestibular system is working to fire. Well, my other muscles are working to fire to help orient to me where I'm in space. So there's different sensors that we use to maintain balance. So we use our eyes, um, our vestibular system, and then proprioception is that awareness, that touch where we are in space. So we use our feet, hands. Um, to help orient our balance too. So then when you're working as a physical therapist at Mankato Clinic, 
when you see people that have uh, this, I mean, a disorder or yeah, uh, dysfunction, dysfunction yeah. how do they present to you? Is it always like, hey, I'm dizzy and I don't know why, or I've, I'm falling and I don't know, or, or I'm sick? Because yep. I, I can only imagine, is it the same thing when I get on a cruise ship and I get a little like motion sickness or in the car, I get a yep. little motion sickness? Yep. So it can be. So a lot of times, so I see all sorts of different presentations. Sometimes it's my older adult who's coming in because they're falling and we always ask, hey, do you happen to get dizzy? Well, I just get a little lightheaded. They don't always say dizzy. Okay. Um, and then sometimes people show up in wheelchairs with barf bags and, you know, they're trying real hard to be Midwest nice and like turn to make eye contact with you <laughs> when you walk in and they can't. Like just moving their head and like they're pale, they're green, they are not moving well. And a lot of times they've been to the ER. You know, they right. woke up, it was all of a sudden and it's it's very, I don't, you know, you think of your motion sickness that you get mm-hmm. and like... That a hundred times. Really? And it can be very debilitating. It's very scary because a lot of times people think, I'm having a heart attack. I'm having a stroke. Something's wrong. Brain tumor. Right. Like something is way wrong. I mean, you're just completely um, tipped off your your scales. You're off balance. Can it just start just like a snap yep. of a finger? Yep, okay. it can. Yep, it can be very sudden onset. And so a lot of times I'm seeing people... Um, most of the time they walk in, but they're really slow. They're guarded. They don't want to turn that head. Right. Um, and sometimes they'll tell me, you know, my favorite, we call it garden variety. <laughs> they come in and they're like, I sat up out of bed. The room spun for like two minutes or like two seconds. I just sit for two minutes and then I was okay. And as long as I didn't bend forward or roll in bed, I'm fine. Well, you can't not do those things. Right, exactly. Right? So that is that benign paroxysmal positional vertigo uh-huh so, so you use vertigo now yep uh, dizziness and vertigo same thing different, different? so okay. a lot of times people will use them interchangeably but technically dizziness is more of an imbalance sensation lightheadedness this unable to know where you are in space mm-hmm. sensation whereas vertigo is an illusion of spinning Oh, okay. Yeah, so that spinning sensation is, I'm really looking for those kind of symptoms because then I think it's more in the peripheral vestibular system, that little structure you were holding in your okay. hand. The golden vestibular. The golden vestibular system. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to make a, a piece of jewelry out of that. It's, like it's, it's actually pretty. They do. You can go online and yeah. buy earrings <laughs> and sure. necklaces. You sure can if you're interested. <laughs> you should have those more than me. So when people come in and, and, and talk about being dizzy or having vertigo or being diagnosed with vertigo, do you automatically just accept that diagnosis or is there something that you would do as a physical therapist to just double check? And- yep, absolutely. So we evaluate their mobility. So I watch them walk. I watch them walk and see if they can move their head up and down and side to side. And then I'll do, it's called a, I'll do a neuro exam. So I'll check your reflexes, cranial nerve testing to see if there's any changes there. So that's your, your eye tracking, smell, um, taste. If you have any change to taste is your tongue change directions when you stick your tongue out. Those can be signs of brain oh, um, involvement. Okay. Um, and then we do an ocular motor exam. So we're testing the function of your vestibular system. And then we have these really cool goggles. They look like VR goggles, mm-hmm. but they're not. So I reassure my patients because everybody knows what VR goggles look like. Yes, and I get sick when I put those on exactly. too. So if you're someone who like knows VR goggles and I show theirs, you're like, I'm not putting those on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't worry. So what it is, is it blocks the room light. And then I'm looking for what your eyes do in the dark. Because when you have an inner ear dysfunction affecting your vestibular system, you'll present with nystagmus. 
What does that mean? That's a big word. Yep. It's an involuntary abnormal movement in the eye when there's a dysfunction going on. In the vestibular system, you can see it in some neurological conditions. So some people with MS might have some rusty nystagmus. Um, your brain traumas, they might have some nystagmus as well. But essentially what's going on is your inner ear is not able to process the world properly and you get that symptom where we're looking for a certain direction of movement with with your eyes. Mm. Yeah. Wow. There, okay, there's so much uh, that you'll have to look at in here. How do you know um, then how to, is it, a, is it a diagnosis then or is it still, would you still consider like the dizziness a, a symptom? Of- yep. So we consider dizziness and vertigo a symptom and we're trying to, to figure out what's causing those symptoms. Okay. So we don't diagnose in physical therapy, but we say, you know, these symptoms are consistent with BPPV. I'll say that a lot because that's the most common cause. That's the crystals or the marbles or the rocks that people claim, you know, they've fallen out. You know, you start talking to people and they'll start telling, yeah, I have those crystals that fell out one time. Um, and so crystals in your ear. Yeah. If we've not heard about that, is that a thing? Yep, that is a thing. It's a thing. So they are deep in that inner ear in that little structure I showed you. They're mm-hmm. called otoconia is their actual okay. medical term. Um, and they're what help to sense our, um, they're sensitive to gravity. So when you take off in an elevator and you get that stomach drop, that's yep. actually your vestibular system, those crystals shifting. Oh. And that's what's getting out. And so we, we gather all that information from our testing to say, all right, everything seems to be pointing to the direction of you have this. And so we can do different treatments based on that information we gather in our objective exam with our patients. So tell me about the crystals then. This is Do they actually physically come out of the ear or just fall out of place? Yep. So they do not fall out of your ear. So you're not going to like wake up and there's a crystal laying there and they're tiny. They're really teeny, teeny, tiny. You need a very powerful microscope to oh. actually see them. Right. Um, and so they just get into the wrong place. So you have the three canals Okay, mm-hmm. they're called your semicircular canals. Okay. And then there's a couple other little structures called the utricle and the saccule. Okay. And that's where Which if you're looking at the golden vestibular system online, you can probably see those little canals. You can no? see the little canals. Those are the little loops. Right. Okay. Yep. Um, but you can't really see the utricle and saccule. And that's where those little rocks are supposed to stay, the otoconia. Okay. And what can happen is they fall out and get inside those little canals. Oh. Yep. And that's when you get these really intense brief episodes of vertigo or dizziness. Our guest today on KTOE is Mankato Clinic's physical therapist, Katie Swanson, talking a little bit about the vestibular system. We'll be right back. We're back on KTOE Middays with Lisa Kay talking to Mankato Clinic physical therapist Katie Swanson about the vestibular system, talking a little bit about those crystals in your ears where people say that those are fallen out or moved around, Katie. What happens then? Do they get moved back or is is it a surgical type of situation? No, no, not recommended. So actually positional testing is gold standard treatment. Positional testing. Yep. So that's what we do. We can do in physical therapy. Primary care can do it as well. Um, ER providers will do it as well. So essentially what we're doing is we move your head in a certain position. So we'll lay you back on the table mm-hmm. and you're going to get really dizzy. So what's happening is that fluid is moving inside of those little canals okay. and there's not supposed to be any rocks in there. Right. And so what happens is you get an imbalance in what happens in your right ear and your left ear. 
And oh. so that crystal, it's kind of like a glitter wand, right? You remember glitter wands? Yeah. You tip them and that's the glitter is falling. That's you being really dizzy. Okay. And as soon as the glitter stops moving, you're not dizzy anymore until you move again. And so those little rocks have gotten stuck inside of one of those little canals. So just by changing the position of the patient, you yep. can move them back yep. into the right spot. Yep. So I can make you really, really dizzy really quickly just by moving your head in certain positions. Or you can fix the dizziness. Yes, and I usually fix it. I <laughs> yeah. do. I'm not that mean. <laughs> <laughs> just to know that she's got that power oh is gosh. wonderful. Yep. So what we do then is, is we move your head. So that's why we're looking at those eye movements because that's how we tell which canal is the problem because your oh. eyes will move in a certain direction based on where those crystals are at in there. And then we move you through a series of position changes essentially drop them back in where they're supposed to go. Once they are dropped back in where they're supposed to go, do they move out more easily again at other times or does it depend like I shouldn't be doing this activity because they move then? Or yeah, people- great question. So there is a higher incidence of having a reoccurrence, but we don't really know. This is a really it's a really hard area to, to study and research because you can't just look at it and open it up very easily like you could a knee or a shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a higher incidence, um, but there aren't any activities you should avoid. And that's where I see a lot of problems is people will come in and say, as long as I don't lay on my left side or I get up really slowly from bed, I don't get dizzy. Well, now you're actually not using your vestibular system. And now you're going to have some other residual issues. Does that make sense? So, it does, yeah. Yeah, so it's really important that we educate our patients that dizziness is not normal. It's not a normal part of aging. A lot of times people think, well, I'm old, so I'm just going to be dizzy. No, 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 no. Um, That's not normal. It's not normal. Yeah. And so once we put them back, they should stay there. Okay. okay. Sometimes they can fall back out, and we don't know. So the only known cause of positional vertigo is head trauma. Oh. So slip okay. on the ice. I've seen people who have slipped on the ice, car accidents, concussions. Yeah, I would yeah. say that like maybe you hit your head and yep. but I would think, oh, I must have a concussion. Yeah. Yep. And that's but a maybe it's whole not, other topic not for the case. another day for okay. sure for concussion stuff. But yeah, it, and a lot of times when people have head trauma, they're very much more concerned checking some other things first, you know, as their brain bleeds and skull fractures. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, I'll, I'll never forget some of my patients that have fallen on the ice And they're like, they told me my brain's okay, but I can't even focus at work. And I tip them back and their eyeballs go. We put the crystals back and they're like, I don't know what kind of voodoo, witch doctory (laughs) stuff you just did, but I feel better. Right. Yeah. It almost sounds to me like um, it's something that might be easily missed by like a primary care doctor if you go in and say, or or, or is that not the case? Because they're focusing on... The care of the whole body. I mean, something like that right. might be like, yeah, yeah. I don't it, know. How- it can be. It can be really difficult to to recognize and diagnose. Um, I will say, I've been in town for a long time, so a lot of providers, um, especially within the Mankato Clinic, they're like, "Oh, you're dizzy. Go see our staff down at um, physical therapy." So there's three primary therapists actually who. So I have two other coworkers who help treat with me. Um, And so they're pretty knowledgeable to know, oh, you're dizzy. Let's get you into physical therapy. Mm -hmm. It's just whether or not the patient brings it up. Right. Because they think, well, I'm old, so I may be just going to be dizzy. And that's what's causing my imbalance and falls. So So that's not normal. Katie Swanson, Mankato Clinic physical therapist, in with us today talking a bit about the vestibular system in your ears. Here on KTOE. We'll be right back.
spending some time today with Katie Swanson, Mankato Clinic physical therapist, talking about dizziness and vertigo all in our vestibular system. What do you suggest that we do as patients if we're experiencing a little bit of dizziness? Do we start, and how does this work? Do we start with a primary care and then do they get referred to you or how does that work? Yeah, that's one route. I have a lot of repeat customers. Okay. (laughs) So I I have a lot of patients who recognize like, oh, this is back again. I just want Katie to check to make sure. So I I do sometimes treat and then teach people how to treat it themselves. But a lot of times people are like, I do not want to mess this up. I'd rather just come back in. Right. And so we do have um, some ways to get our patients in directly to us um, if you're primary care provider is at Mankato Clinic. Otherwise, you would have to go in, depending on your insurance, you'd have to go in and see your primary care first and just bring it up. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when when you're working in physical therapy, I I guess I've never really thought about, because to me, it sounds a little bit like um, like what a chiropractor might do. Let's put things back where they were. Sure. Is that kind of a... Well, so there's a lot of different other causes for dizziness too, and okay. so um, BBPV so can't always just, be ruled as yeah. As we're not this. always just putting it back where it needs to go, okay. right? So sometimes it can affect the the neurological function of your vestibular system. Is kind of how I explain like the wiring. So BBPV is a mechanical issue. Something's in the wrong place. Put it back. Everything's cool. Okay. But um, vestibular neuritis or labyrinthitis can affect, and that's an inflammation in there, and that can cause some really significant symptoms. And then we need to do some retraining. So we call that a vestibular hypofunction or a vestibular loss. Um, and then we have to retrain your vestibular system to habituate and adapt to processing the world without having as strong a function of that system. Is there a, a way to tell... Who's going to have this issue? Is it hereditary? Is it uh, do are there things that we can make sure to do to minimize sure. that if we yep. are concerned about it? Yep, yep. So it tends to affect women more. Okay. Um, it's for BPPV. It's older adults, so usually sixty or older. But you can have it at any age. Okay. Um, and I usually tell people the best thing you can do is is to recognize the symptoms and seek care right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's nothing you can do to prevent it. So there maybe is a genetic connection to it. <clears throat> but they also think that people who have um, thyroid conditions, diabetics, any of the osteoarthritis, osteopenia, osteoarthritis, because those little crystals are made by the same material as bone. Hmm. So as our bone structure changes as we age... That's maybe why those little crystals are breaking loose and getting out into the canals. I've never heard of crystals in the ears, but it sounds like people are commonly coming to see you for that. Yes. Yep. Yep. I see a lot of patients who are dizzy. You bet. Wow. Um, Tell me a little bit about that. You said that there are two different types of of vestibular systems, peripheral and central. Uh, Did you say? No, not two different systems. It's how it works. How it works. So your vestibular system gathers input about where you are and then it sends the information to the brain and the brain kind of processes everything and Mm -hmm. then sends it back out. Okay. Yep. Yep. So our job is to kind of figure out, is this something affecting that little structure you were holding in your hand Mm -hmm. or is it something that's affecting your brainstem or your brain? So example, you could have a brainstem stroke and that can affect the blood supply to the vestibular system and cause some, some issues. Parkinson's disease, we see people who have Parkinson's and they have some more imbalance issues because of where their symptoms have been affected in their brain because of those relay centers that go from the vestibular, the 
peripheral system in through the central system. Okay. And that's how that can have an effect. People with I, MS too can have some vestibular issues. I think that most importantly, if you notice a change in yourself, correct, get that checked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, and this is something that I've heard over and over, especially coming off of, of uh, the falls information, um, it's not normal. Right. Like that's exactly. so understand that that's not a normal process right. of aging. Right. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of and I, it, that. It breaks my heart that so many older adults are like, well, I guess I'm just old, so I can't get out of my chair anymore, and it hurts to move, and I'm dizzy, and that's just part of being old. No, 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 no. no. There's things you can do to improve your mobility and improve your quality of life so that you do feel a little bit better. Anything else to share with us about this and and, uh, other than just a general awareness that if you're experiencing that, it might be one of the things that it is. Right, exactly. I think it's just creating awareness and knowing, you know, a lot of times it's family members coming in and like, it was terrifying. They, you know, they fell to the floor. They couldn't get up. They were so nauseous. We went to the ER. We sat there for four hours Mm -hmm. and... They just, you know, they do their Can't testing. They, yeah. And so I think it's finding the right provider. So finding a provider who specializes in treating a vestibular, the vestibular system. Mm-hmm. So that's that's probably the most important. Like you wouldn't go see, you know, a, a cardiologist uh, to do brain surgery. Right. I mean, they could probably do okay, but you want to <laughs> see the specialist right. who, who can do the accurate testing to help give you a better direction and what you can do. Cause this is a very, it's a silent disease. And you can't common. tell. Very common. Very common. I'm not a numbers and stats person, right, but, but you see a very, lot of people very that, common. So that's mm-hmm. uh, one thing to be aware of. And I think that it's always important. Uh, the more, you know, the better you do. And mm-hmm. we can advocate for ourselves if we know. Yep. Yep. So this is just one of those, one of those things I had no idea about, but uh, you deal with it in your, in your work at Mankato Clinic and Physical Therapy on a daily basis. Mm So um, thanks for coming in and talking a little bit about it. Thanks for having me. Uh, If people have other questions, is the best Mm -hmm. place to visit the Mankato Clinic website? Yep. Just go to the Mankato Clinic website or you can always call in every once in a while. I'll take a cold call from patients if they're like, I don't know about this. I've had this for a long time. What do you think? And I don't mind taking the occasional, mm-hmm. um, or I Maybe do. I'm lucky enough to get a hold, get a hold yeah, of her. I, I see a few patients that like know people. I've been in town a long time, <laughs> so if you're like, you saw so and so, I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know. I but remember. yeah, I think it's just you know, learn. And there's a lot of great. Um, I tend to point people to um, vestibular.org is a really helpful website. Um, it's an international website where they provide information for patients. And for caregivers. And I think that's really important, too, is to make sure that, you know, people who are caring for those who have some vestibular issues, because there are some other things that are much more debilitating that are long term. Right. um, Not just acute issues that, you know, to help them to better provide some treatment understanding. So, yeah, there's a lot of misreferrals for some of these folks like, well, we don't know. So, well, just live with it versus getting into seeing the right provider who specializes in it, I think, is the most important thing you can do. Don't forget to ask some questions for yourself. Mankato Clinic Physical Therapy. We've got Katie Swanson in with us talking a little bit about the vestibular system and KTOE.com. If you're listening in the replay, you'll probably see that little, the golden vestibular system. Um, Yeah, put that on a piece of jewelry because it's kind of pretty. But also we have two and they're actually in your ears and they're not golden. So (laughs) it's it's so good to see you. I love that when you bring me like a a visual that really helps. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks for all the information. Yeah, thank you.